Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 70. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Now, before I jump into today's episode, friends, I have some exciting news to announce. We're making some big changes at Fearless Women Collective, and the biggest one is changing our name. Now, why, you might be wondering? Well, when we started our business, our training business, five years ago, we didn't really know what we were doing. <laughs> and at the time, we thought that the name Fearless Movement Collective was great. But we have always had to explain the name and explain what we do because the name isn't really clear. Saying we uh, we co-founded Fearless Movement Collective, it's like, okay, uh, sure, what what do you do that's so and we get a lot of a lot of um, explanations that we have to make about that not to mention people getting it wrong <laughs> getting our name wrong um we would be called the fearless movement fearless collective the movement collective is so to make things a little bit easier for ourselves and just in general for other people to help share with them what we do We've decided to keep things clear and simple for everyone and to help more folks find us and feel confident that what we do can help them. And this is why we're changing our name. So from October, we will be officially known as Non-Gendered Fitness, just like this podcast, because we seriously named our podcast a far better name than we named our business. (laughs) So... Now we are making that change because it is just far clearer what we're about. If we are called non-gender fitness, it really aligns with what we do as a as a group of people that helps our community. And we really just want to make it far more understandable and, yes, clear. Now, on top of that, because that is not the only big news we have... We are becoming a badass, trans-owned and operated company. That's right, we're becoming a company. This is a change to our business structure. It's not really going to make a difference for you, our listeners at all. It's just all the back-end stuff becomes a little bit different. <laughs> and on, I'll be... I'll still be here sharing my thoughts uh, (laughs) and knowledge about training and supporting trans bodies. So that is not going to change for you. And we're still going to be giving folks the same standard of care and training in our business side of things as well, because that is really what we are all about. It is why we are here. We want to do everything we can to help our community. The big bonus that comes from operating as a company is that it gives us access to government grants that weren't available to us as a partnership. Zay and I went in a partnership with our business and the government doesn't really like to give 
grants to like small businesses or partnerships and sole traders as much as they like to give grants and more money to companies. And let's be honest, most companies don't plop and need more money, but the government loves to throw their money at companies. So we're like, we're going to have a bit of that. We're going to use some of that government money in grants to help support our community better by being able to get the grants, <laughs> take that government, <laughs> trying to erase us. We're just going to use your money to help the community anyway <laughs> so that we can provide more support, more care and more accessible training for everyone who is part of what we do. I'm pretty excited about that. And because we know that not everyone has a stable income or the privilege to afford access to support and to training to help with their physical and mental health, we're going to use all the means that we can to make sure that it becomes a really accessible avenue for as many folks as we can. Now to celebrate this massive change and also because September is our birthday month, we've officially been around for five years. I can't believe it's gone so fast. A lot has happened. <laughs> so to celebrate that, we are giving away free access to our online training studio, our virtual studio, which is what we now have because thanks COVID. <laughs> For all folks that are joining us to train either with uh, one of our training programs or even trying out one of our seven or 14 day trials, anyone who comes along to train with us for the whole month of September gets free access to all of our virtual tr group training sessions. I think it's pretty cool. We're also giving away, and if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen this. We're also giving away a September sign-up deal because we just want to like celebrate the plop out of everything that we're doing by giving away some sweet deals on subscriptions because in October 1st, we are having to increase our prices to keep up with the costs of running our business as we grow. We hate having to increase our prices, so we're trying to get as many folks in through September as we can. We're going to keep those prices low until October, and if you sign up in September, you have that price increase frozen for 12 months. So for 12 months, you'll still pay the prices that we're charging. Now, Bonza. <laughs> So if you have been thinking about training, you want to try us out, you can get in before October. Now's the perfect time to do it, friends. See how you like it. Now, I have just given you a lot of information there. And I'm going to put all of this info in the show notes so you can pop in over on our website, read through all the deals, read through what we've got going on, just in case you're interested in trying us out or just if you want to learn a bit more about everything that we are doing because it's a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm going to say it's pretty flippin' exciting. I'm pretty stoked that Zay and I have gotten to a point where we can actually become a trans-owned and operated company. Like, that's badass. There's not many around like that. So like giving ourselves little high fives here. <laughs> now, finally, before I get into this episode, I just want to thank you for listening to the show. Thank you if you've supported our business and joined our training crew or tried out some of our training. Our goal is and always has been to help TGD folks around the world find ways to help support their bodies, affirm their identities and connect with themselves through movement. And if it wasn't for the support that we've gotten from our community, the support from our listeners, people just like your lovely self, we would not be where we are today. So I am so grateful. I'm so grateful for you wanting to jump in, wanting to listen to the show and 
just thank you thank you thank you thank you now now all that stuff is over <laughs> let's get into this episode friend we are going to be looking today at ways that you can train that help you present more masculine meaning building muscle mass whether it's lean muscle or bulkier muscle because there is a big difference between the two of these but regardless of which type of muscle you are trying to develop have, having muscles that are visible is really going to help other people read you as more masculine now before we get into this so i do want to highlight the total bs that comes with this assumption that masculine presentation presentation requires muscles it doesn't no don't don't get me wrong I have trained to build lean muscle mass myself <laughs> because it has helped me feel most myself and initially it was to be read as less feminine and there's, so there's it's totally valid however the longer I've explored my gender identity and who I am the more I've come to realize that it it doesn't matter how I'm perceived by others because muscles on their own are neither masculine or feminine and that is why any person can grow muscles <laughs> it it's this perception of masculinity needing muscles that's a that's a social construct that's so false as a narrative but it's just what is perpetuated by the constant messaging that we see and perceptions of masculinity and femininity are a social construct any person's body regardless of how it looks can be feminine or masculine it has nothing to do with the flipping muscles that they may have visible and at the end of the day doing what helps you feel good about yourself is far better than trying to fulfill the stereotypes pushed onto us by society that cares more about conformity than anything else <sighs> Now that that is out of the way. <laughs> Let's look at this a little further. <laughs> because there are so many folks out there who want to build more muscle in the hopes of being seen as less feminine. I was one of those people. And this is totally valid. I cannot reemphasize that enough. There is nothing wrong with this desire. As I said, it's where I started out. It was what prompted me on this journey and gotten to me where I am now. So, how do you train to look more masculine? See, this is this is a question I've had so many folks ask me about, and I've seen it pop up so many times in a bunch of the online platforms that, that I'm on, in all of the groups that I'm in. And the truth is, this is all dependent on your own perception of masculine. It's subjective. <laughs> There's no straight answer here. Because for some people, masculine may mean building big, bulky muscles. While for someone else, it could be like looking more lean and having more lean muscle and looking like very toned but not bulky. That was my way to go for things. I mean, it's because I, as a kind of a long noodly type person, I found it really difficult to develop bulky muscles. It's just, it's just not really within my genetic makeup as easily as it is for other people. That's okay because neither way is wrong. They are both perfect, and 
If this is the look that you find most validating, then that is what it's all about. There is no, like, quotey fingers, you know, ideal masculine presentation. Regardless of what someone else may say, it is always subjective. Which is very cool because it means you can make this work for you however you want it to. So it's important to be clear when you're starting, if you're approaching this this idea of wanting to present more masculine, it's really important to be clear on what your idea of a masculine or a more masculine physique is, because this makes it easier to work towards. See, when it comes to actually building the physique that you want, they are each done very differently. And it's really important to understand that. I see a lot of folks giving advice, and then this is this is uh, one thing that I do notice in a lot of the threads that I'm in and talking with people from the community, like all over the world. A lot of the f- advice I see in threads from folks when they've said, "I really want to present more masculine. How do I do that?" People will say, "I oh, just train a whole bunch and and run a lot," or you know, "You should swim because that'll build your shoulders and your chest," or "Just lift weights and every few weeks make them heavier." And, and well, <laughs> these. These things are likely to make some changes happen, especially if you haven't been very active for a while, if at all. But pretty quickly doing this stuff just isn't going to be really getting you where you want to be. Now, I know I've talked about ways you can train a while back now, episodes 24 and 26 uh, in particular. Uh, If you want to go and check them out, 24 and 26 is about how to build Uh, muscle mass and also how to train for strength because training for strength has a really great side effect of building lean muscle mass. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you're going to be able to train without getting that bulk, but you will definitely get definition. You can listen to those where you're listening to this podcast if you haven't listened to them or maybe you listened to them like way back in the day when they came out and you want a refresher. So you can go and check those out. Now, the reason I bring this up is because there are numerous ways that you can build a physique that is more muscular and therefore can help you be read in a way that is more masculine. And it's important thing here to know is that whatever way you decide to train, it's really important that there is a structure in place that is actually helping you train in the right way to get you where you want to be. The last thing you want to do is start training and doing all this stuff and put all this effort in and feel like you're not getting anywhere because that's very, very, very demotivating. <laughs> and all that effort can feel like it's going towards nothing and or not nothing, but not the goal that you are looking for. And that just feels really shit. So it's important to know how to structure your training to help you reach these goals. And as much as the advice on places like Reddit and Facebook, as much as they have like good intentions and they're well-meaning, if you really want to find the structure that you're looking for to get the training that you want, it generally means you're going to have to find someone who knows what they're doing when it comes to training. It is ultra helpful. (laughs) Um, And even though there are folks out there who can train themselves in certain ways and uh, have a particular presentation, doesn't mean that translates to everyone, anyone else either, because all of our bodies are different, right? So I do recommend finding a trainer or finding someone who really understands this because it is kind of what they do is going to help you get the best outcomes here because they're going to know how to train you to help you reach your goals. And I've seen so many folks out there reaching out to me saying they've tried training, but it just doesn't seem to be 
doing, what they want. They don't seem to be able to reach their goals that they're looking for. And this is almost always because the program that they are following isn't designed to help them get them where they want to be. See, a well-structured program and consistency, I can't stress enough how important they are. It is like the most important combination, doing the movements and doing the training in a structure that is designed to help you reach your goal and then just doing it consistently because it takes time, a lot of time. (laughs) Not going to lie there. Because there are going to be times, you know, you, you really need to be clear on this because you're not always going to feel like training. You're not always going to feel motivated. Motivation is a good place to start. I had my BJJ teacher, Dave. He has some great insights sometimes. And he came up one time and we were talking about motivation. He said, motivation is like the friend that promises to help you move house, but on moving day doesn't show up. That's motivation. Motivation can be a great start. It can it can help excite you. It can help energize you. It can help prompt you. But motivation alone is not enough to keep you going for a long time. For the time it takes to train to make change in your body, this means you've got to be so clear on your goal, on why you are doing what you're doing, on what it means to you to be able to achieve this goal because that helps you stick to it you you need to really have that drive to work towards that goal because it doesn't happen quickly I mean to be honest with you thinking about how long it's going to take for you to reach like a final outcome or any sort of significant and lasting change you're looking at like at least 12 months and that's that's you know that's been pretty kind of conservative in that estimation there it takes time it really does our bodies don't like to change quickly if you were to reflect on how long it's taken you to achieve the body shape you currently have it's not happened overnight it's progressed over time right so those that exact same thing happens when you start to change your body in different ways it takes time and there's trainers out there who are going to promise you you can have this sort of body in 12 weeks or you can lose x amount of weight in this period of time that is a trap. That is a lie. Quick changes like that are not sustainable. So be mindful there. If you have a goal that you're really wanting to work towards, being really clear on that, but understanding that it doesn't happen quickly. And anyone who promises you that it will is lying to you, is going to cause you harm, or is going to make it that you do actually lose the weight that they may be promising. But the moment that program finishes, you you are going to end up regaining that weight plus some. Statistically, that is what has been found when it comes to, it's called like yo-yo dieting or yo-yo exercising where people use one from one thing to the other, trying to find that quick fix. And friend, a quick fix is not there. Training is never a quick fix. If you want something that lasts, it's going to take the time. So you've got to be clear on why you're doing it to put in that time. And sometimes just that thought of, I want to present more masculine isn't enough. Look deeper. Why do you want to present more masculine? How does it help you feel? What is it really that you're looking for here? Really going deep into those goals and understanding and having clarity on that is going to keep you going with them. (laughs) Which is why it's really important. Firstly, have that clear idea about how you want to look. It may be bulky, it may be leaner, doesn't matter. But it's important to be realistic. Because if you're wanting, let's say, to, you've got a really clear idea, you've got that goal, you want to train to bulk up. Amazing. 
That's perfect. It's totally achievable. But realistically, you're going to need to be able to commit a minimum of three days a week for at least 60 minutes to two hours each session. But really, if you want to see results, like significant results sooner or in a more timely manner, you're really looking at training like five days a week, right? So understanding the way to train to help you achieve your goal is really important because there are there are commitments and requirements that come with achieving a certain physique. You look at any of those gym bros around the people or the guys, I'm calling out like cis guys who are the gym bros who go to the gym to train to look buff and look muscular. They live in the gym and their bodies show it. <laughs> But it takes time. They are in the gym like every day doing the stuff to get that. Training for bulk, I have personally, I've tried it and I found it one of the most unenjoyable ways of training. (laughs) So I don't do it (laughs) because it takes time. It's uncomfortable. Like it requires you to build up a lot of lactic acid in your muscles, which just is not a comfortable experience. There's a lot of soreness. There's a lot of self-care that comes with it. And I didn't find it enjoyable. Some people do. Totally valid. We, we each have our own preferences. But it's really important to understand that if you're training for bulk, you know, you're going to need to be working through programs of about 10 to 12 exercises each session, targeting specific muscle groups, uh, keeping your rep range somewhere between 6 and 12 reps at a weight that's heavy enough to leave like a rep or two in the tank at the end of each set. Now, I've said this in a pretty general sense because it's going to be different for everyone depending on where you're starting at and also how your body adapts to training because all of our bodies adapt to training. I started trying to train for bulk and learned that as someone who's quite long in the body with uh, bigger spans um, for the muscles to cover along my bone length, it means that bulkier muscles are just harder for me because of the distance that they have to travel. If muscles have to travel a shorter distance between their kind of points of attachment, then you're going to tend to have muscles that look a bit bulkier. Shorter people tend to win a little bit better here than long and tall people. Not saying that long, tall people can't do this. It's just not as easy. Oh, it's kind of sad times when I had that realization. But, you know, that was a while ago now. I've come to accept it. <laughs> and all of us adapt differently as well. So keep that in mind. So if on the other hand, you're wanting to build lean muscle mass, it's going to involve a completely different way of training. This is my preferred way of training. And I'm going to be honest, the best way that I've found to do this, to build lean muscle mass, is with kettlebells. I'm, you're probably not surprised by that. <laughs> I'm literally like a, a kettlebell coach, obsessed with kettlebells. But jokes aside, I have trained with kettlebells for eight years and I look the way I do. I have trained so many folks with kettlebells and gotten them to achieve similar results to me. Lean, muscle, mass, strength, and kettlebells have done it. It's what it's all about. Now, I'm going to be honest, kettlebell training for lean mass it's, it's a little bit more comfortable a little bit more cardio focused because of the ballistic motion of a kettlebell for a lot of the movements but it involves working within a rep range of like 10 to 15 with a weight that's manageable based on your form and technical abilities that's the difference uh, overall you're going to accumulate a volume of reps in the hundreds or more per session but it's not done in the same way that uh, muscle bulking is you can have you're generally going to have more rests um 
And it doesn't, what doesn't sound fun about a training session with hundreds of reps? <laughs> it's, honestly, it's funner than what you think. Now, kettlebell training is not a style that allows you to go straight to heavy weights as well. And gaining the lean muscle mass is really just a byproduct from earning the techniques that you practice with a kettlebell. This is why I found it fun because you're not just kind of standing there when a, on a machine or sitting on a machine or standing there with a free weight like in an isolation movement or just repeating like um, bicep curls or anything like that. Kettlebells are really technical and they're not easy to learn and the movements require uh, a lot of control and a lot of time. And I found that challenge really quite fun, just earning the technique because once you can get the movement down, it's so rewarding because you can spend so much time and so much effort practicing and practicing and practicing to be able to get it. And for myself, that was really fulfilling. The lean muscle mass and strength that came as a, a byproduct of me just practicing those techniques is just like an extra perk. And also because once you kind of do get those techniques down, that's when you can start adding heavier kettlebells while doing exactly those same techniques and that's when that's when it seriously becomes fun and that's when you start building some serious strength as well and not just in the area like not just in like your arms or in your legs separately a kettlebell will work your whole body that is the beauty of training with kettlebells and not only that You'll build the lean muscle mass, but you also develop epic muscle endurance at the same time, which means that not only do you you look muscular, but you can back it up with the strength as well. Because just because you have muscle bulk, so people who are bulky with muscle, doesn't actually mean that they can have a practical application for it, so to speak. Uh, my first mentor, Sigrun, would call it all show, no go. People who look very fit, look very muscular, but when it came down to actually doing any particular task, they were kind of crap at it or they didn't, they couldn't last very long or they didn't have a lot of muscle endurance because the way they train their muscles is just to look good, not to actually function effectively in everyday life. So be mindful of that when you're looking at setting a goal for yourself and you're looking to, to present a certain way, kind of what do you want to get out of your life as well? Because how you develop your body does influence what you're then able to do in your everyday life. That's something I learned and it took me a long time to realize that. So I'm a little parting an extra little gem of wisdom for you there. <laughs> that took me years to figure out. <laughs> now, building lean mass doesn't have to involve kettlebells. You can do it without kettlebells, even though my favorite way to do it does involve kettlebells. I think I said kettlebell way too many times in that sentence then, but let's carry on. <laughs> you can also build lean muscle mass using dumbbells, using barbells, even using body weight exercises. So there are other ways that you can do it that can help you affirm your gender identity, that can help you feel good about yourself and look a certain way without having to also spend the added time of earning kettlebell techniques. Because I, as shocking as it seems to me, not everyone likes that. <laughs> so that may get, just give you some perspective on what it actually takes training-wise to achieve a physique that helps affirm you. Because it's totally possible. Like, it's totally possible. And either way you want to do it, however that may be for you, is flipping perfect. But... 
I just need to emphasize that being realistic is really important and that there can often be a big commitment and uh, more of a becomes a lifestyle choice than anything else. But there's nothing wrong with that. So just keep in mind because, yeah, it's something that I don't hear talked about a lot. So like, yes, you can look a certain way, but what you have to do to get there and what you have to do to achieve this is not easy. And I get that committing to training in this way may not really be everyone's jam. And I'm not going to lie, it, it takes a lot of effort and dedication. And it's totally okay if you don't want to change your whole lifestyle. You really don't have. You don't have to turn into a gym bro. <laughs> no offense to gym bros. I'm sure there are some lovely people out there who go to gym and do train in these ways. No, no judgment there. I was simply using you as an example because it does take a lot of dedication and commitment to train that way. And it's not going to be for everyone. And that is okay. You can still move your body and train in ways that feel right for you and see changes and build muscle. And just because you may follow a less intense training regime or program or style doesn't mean you're not going to get stronger and leaner and more muscular because it can happen. It just may take a little longer and it may not be to the same extent in development as folks who train for longer periods of time and more frequently. But regardless of how you want to move your body, anything that you do will have a hugely positive impact on your body. And you may find that you come to a situation like I did where I had these goals, firstly didn't enjoy the the training, and then secondly, as I progressed and kind of learned to explore who I was and how I moved and what I wanted to do, realizing that, that those goals weren't necessarily still goals that I wanted to have. And it's okay for goals to change as well. You don't have to just have one because (laughs) that was what you decided at a certain point in time. So sometimes just starting and doing something, whatever that may be, is the most important thing. So even if you have the goals, don't feel like you've got to do everything all at once. This can take as long as you want. You don't have to go all out. I actually recommend against going all out and being like, well, I want to get this goal, therefore I'd suddenly have to change everything in my life and I'm going to get up early in the morning, I'm going to train in the morning and then I'm going to eat a, eat a smoothie for breakfast, I'm going to have a salad for lunch and I'm going to train again in the afternoon and, and set these, these standards of living that are tough, they're not necessarily fun and inevitably unsustainable because small incremental change is far easier to sustain and implement into your life than a whole bunch of massive changes, regardless of how motivated you are. I don't recommend doing it that way. (laughs) Start slow. Find a way that you can start that feels good for you. And as you get more comfortable and confident in exploring new ways that you can train or doing new things, then you can start trying new things differently after that. Start building those small habits that you can then stack on top of each other to slowly work towards where you're going. I guarantee you it is a far more enjoyable process. There is less pressure. You are still going to see great changes in your body. And the most important thing 
is to make it achievable for you, however that looks. Just because one person can do a certain amount of things and that is achievable for them does not mean that that is how you have to structure things for you because we are all individual, we are all different and you don't have to try and tick someone else's boxes or meet their standard to help you achieve whatever goal that you are working towards. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's have a look at what we've gone over today. It's been a lot. There's been a lot happen. Firstly, I've shared some pretty exciting news with you about the changes we're making at Fearless Movement Collective, which from the 1st of October will be non-gender fitness. If you didn't know about Fearless Movement Collective, don't stress, friend. We're not going to be that for much longer. Just know that we're going to be non-gendered fitness, the training business and non-gendered fitness, the podcast, but we are one and the same. Nothing's actually changing in regards to how we support our community. Then we had a dive into looking at how you can use training to present more masculine masculine i sh should be able to say that better <laughs> by first figuring out what masculine means to you and how you may want to make that work for you how you want to make that look for you because it is subjective depends on who you talk to as what masculine may or may not be for someone else Secondly, we broke down some of the basics on how training for mass and lean muscle mass are structured. Which I think they're a little bit different. They're actually quite very different. <laughs> because depending on how you train, you're going to get some pretty significant differences in outcomes. So keeping that in mind is really important. And lastly, we looked at the most important thing about training, which is making it realistic and achievable for you. Regardless of what your training goals are, any way that you train has to help you feel good and it must be achievable. And you can structure it in a way that is achievable, that is enjoyable, and still work towards those goals of becoming more muscular to help you be read in a more masculine way. It's all possible. Now you can find all these details in the show notes, as always. And if you are enjoying the show, if you liked this episode, if you liked another episode, Friends, please share it around. I would love to be able to help as many folks as I can and sharing around episodes of this podcast is a great way to do that. If you have any questions about this episode or you want to learn more about how we are able to support you, you can go to our website at www.fearlessmovement.co. That's going to change soon. <laughs> you can send us a message there. You can also jump into our seven-day trial, our 14-day trial. You can try out some of our other training programs, our at-home training program. That one won an award last year for helping people through COVID. little high five. <laughs> if you don't want to go to our website, you can find us on social media by going to Facebook and looking up Fearless Movement Collective. You can find us on Instagram, which is where we are most active by going to non-gendered fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot envy. Yes. Finally, one final announcement if you've made it this far. Thanks, friend. From the 1st of October, we are going back to weekly podcast episodes. Yes, I am very excited about that. I'm stoked that it's happening. Because uni is finished up for the year. <laughs> My studies for the year are done. So we're going back to weekly episodes from October. I'm so pumped. I can't wait for you to join me again every week. And until next week, friend, remember, you can train any way that you like. And regardless of how that may look, you're going to see a difference in yourself. So don't feel like you need to do everything all at once. 
keep it realistic and keep it achievable. Training is a long-term practice, not a sprint. Have a ride as day pass.